Hey everybody, I just want to make a really quick note at the beginning of this to say, one, thank you, I love you, I appreciate you. Two, there were some glitches in the recording process, so as you're listening to today's episode, you will hear, it seems like it skips ahead. It would stop recording and we kept talking, so I had to edit and work that out, so happens about five or six times, and one time was like 34 seconds, so the conversation kind of shifted in 34 seconds, so I apologize, we will do a backup version from now on that so that never happens again, but I'm so excited about being in the studio and recording again. It's been a long time, so I'm so excited. So without any further ado, enjoy the episode. You're listening to the Under the Cloud Podcast. Let's pray. Lord, we love you. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your mercy. Lord, we thank you for an opportunity to get back in here and and record uh, the podcast so we can talk about you and lift you up for ourselves and for the kingdom and for others. Lord, we thank you for all that you do for us and thank you for allowing us to come back and do this again. Uh, In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. So, June 26th of 2020, I'm going to say that before I forget it. I should have wrote that down. It was the last episode. It is now the 15th of August, uh, 2021. So it's been over 13 months, almost 14 months since we've had an episode. And, um, and so if you're never listened before and you're listening to them in progression, um, you, you won't notice that, but if you've been waiting on one, I'm sorry. Uh, I have a reason. So, um, I got Tim Perko in here with me today. He has his own podcast called, I believe now what, um, which I think should be renamed to, I believe, Now What? Yeah, I've kind of messed with it a couple <laughs> times ever since I first started it, re-recording the intro to it. But that's the way I actually yeah. envision it. Now believe. What? Now What? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, it, his podcast is solo. It's just you by yourself For, so for the far. most part, solo. I've done one or two. I, my, the one with you, and I've done some with my father, and a couple with, like I think, one other person. I would like to talk with guests, but... Um, no, so for the most part, solo. So Tim did, I don't remember what episode it was, three or four, maybe, yeah, three or four, five, I don't know, about Christians in the military, episode five. Um, and that was um, a while ago, but it was actually when we first started really, you know, doing this stuff and talking a lot about it. But, um, so if you might recognize his voice from that. Um, again, if you're listening to him in quick progression, yes, <laughs> but that was back when it was under the, or, uh, the beyond the pew of the Rev John a little yeah. bit too. So, um, but so let me tell you what's happening for those of you listening and kind of explain, I should have wrote all this stuff down, but I think why we've talked been about away it. for, or why you've been, been away, away for, for a so year. long. So, uh, as you guys know, I build power lines for a living. Um, and up until this time, actually today. Uh, we moved into this house. I remember. I helped you. Yeah, and I wasn't even here. <laughs> um, we had Hurricane Isaias in uh, July 
It, I don't even know if it made hurricane status. It went to Florida and uh, worked itself up the East Coast to New York. And uh, and being a uh, contractor for power lines, uh, that's our job. We go and, and repair power lines during storms, hurricanes, and ice storms or whatever. And uh, so we went up there in normal storm, no big deal. But while we were there, we had an opportunity to move. And from the little house that we were in into more of a permanent home, uh, one that we've been in here for a year testing it and see if it was something we enjoy, which we do. We enjoy the, the community, the area, the the neighbors. Uh, it's a pretty little spot, not near as crazy as it was. Um, and the best part is there's a garage. And the best part is in the back of the garage, there is a room. And then I have over the last what, six months or more, I have been slowly building the studio so we can do the podcast. Yeah, and all, all that while working a full-time job yes. and taking care of your kids, your basketball <laughs> yeah. team in there. Yeah, baseball. Softball, baseball, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Isabel played softball, and so I had that to do. Um, we were trying to get episodes put together, but then I just made the decision that, you know, it's not that big of a deal. We can, We don't need to rush it. Let's wait until we get a proper studio, wait until we get a proper setup and uh and go that way so other things that's happened we had um hurricane Isaias or tropical storm whatever it was it actually made it all the way to new york and caused some trouble which was you had to go chase it all the way up there yeah i I had never been uh that storm gave me some states i'd never been to it gave me uh delaware uh even though i never got out in delaware some people say that doesn't count but i think if you can get a ticket then you count because if I would have gotten pulled over, I'd have had to pay a ticket in Delaware. That mm-hmm. counts. I've been there. So Delaware, New Jersey. We actually worked right on the New Jersey, New York line. Um, I can't remember the exact name of the town. Now, right correct there. me if I'm wrong. So you left Louisiana. Yeah. And you went to, to Florida, Florida to wait and then drove up the East Coast. <laughs> yeah. Through the Carol- Georgia, Carolinas, up Virginia. Pretty much uh, chasing Maryland. the storm yeah. to see where the impacts were going to be because they didn't know. I remember yeah. following that one a little bit. Yeah, and uh, so what was awesome is, as I'm a NASCAR fan, so we actually met all of our groups met on the backstretch of the Daytona International Speedway, and I actually had uh, access to a 95 foot bucket which goes 95 feet in the air, and we got right on the end of turn four at Daytona track. And took that bucket all the way up and took pictures and 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 I did a little TikTok video of it and um, it was just uh, that was the highlight of my trip. But there was a lot that went with that. So I went to New York, New Jersey. We worked right close. We were like thirty minutes from downtown New York City, and you would not know it. it was so crazy that if you're if you're within 30 minutes of downtown Atlanta, you know you're within 30 minutes of downtown Atlanta. You were, oh, yeah. You see this seven different lane freeways yeah, that are going. I've driven through Atlanta be, a couple times. You could be out in the middle of that town. I can't remember the name of the town. Let me look it up. Uh, that town in New York, and um, you would have no idea. You're. I was like, how far away from the city? And they're like, oh, you can be in the city. Like Yankee Stadium's like, no traffic, 30 minutes. But, 30 minutes? Like, you would never know. It's crazy. That's how it was growing up. I think most of the East Coast and really built that way. I mean, I know Cleveland's not a huge city, but I grew up about 40 minutes outside of Cleveland. You didn't really start seeing downtown until you were about 10 minutes outside the city. Yeah. Uh, Other than that, you know, it's cornfields and... That's crazy. Amish, yeah. And, I mean, that's the way it would have been, you know, hundreds of years ago, so... Makes sense, but it's just kind of weird. And then I saw saw um, 
a swan for the first time. I'd never seen a swan before. That was kind of cool. You didn't know he's a little bit of a uh, bird. bird fanatic. <laughs> I like looking at birds. Let me see the name of that town before we get too deep into this. I know this is a riveting conversation we're having. Uh, but I got some really cool things to tell you guys about what's happened. I, w- I do want to say the proper name of this town, though, that we were in. Yeah, so while you're looking that up, so like I said, essentially he went, and I was on the phone with him a lot of these times yeah, while he was all doing that it, driving. Going through, <laughs> going through Florida, up the Carolinas, uh, crossing the Appalachian Trail, going mm. into, did I say that wrong? Yes. Oh, boy. Appalachian. <laughs> There you go. That's that's a Midwesterner hey, for it's you. It's my podcast. Uh, Appalachian Trail. And we went through, and I crossed it in New York, which was really cool. Uh, I grew up really close to it, walked a lot of it. And uh, and then we went to, uh, I see it's right there. It's just not coming up. Anyway, so um, it was in Rock County or Rockdale County or right next to Orange County. We actually, it was uh, the company we worked for was Rock and Orange uh, Co-op or Power Company. But mm-hmm. um but then we came back down through, and I had to hurry home because y'all were, y'all were moving my house while I'm not there. And so there's a lot of people at our church stepped up and helped, and I, you know, appreciate that. And all of a sudden we got this new house, and we got a, I got a new job, and I got a, uh, now. So instead of working for a company that works for co-ops and power companies, I now work for a cooperative in town called Beauregard Electric. So it should keep you a little bit more local. Yeah, it does. And it has and it has. Uh so we moved I started my new job on the seventeenth of August, which was right at a year ago. And on the twenty seventh of August, we had one of the most intense hurricanes of all time hit. And it's coming up almost on a year on yeah, that. Yeah. Hurricane Laura hit and um and I worked for 38 days straight for 16 hour days and it was busy and it was crazy. And a lot of that, you were working what? 17 hour days 16. and you worked how many days straight? 38, 38 day. Wow. And mind you, if, if anybody's listening out there, Southwest Louisiana is one of the hottest places. You might not <laughs> notice it exactly by the temperatures you're sitting in the nineties, but that hundred percent humidity yeah. will come after you. Yeah. Especially all day long. And, running around and then so we got that back to a hundred percent we got our power turned back on everybody's power on we kind of sort of it took about what 17 18 days something like that for, for well at least no, for here i know myself that's what it was it was 11 days we were without electricity um but there's some people there's some people who still don't have power but it was because their houses were damaged so bad that they can't get it turned back on but we were we were full capacity back 100 percent of people who were ready at 39 days from the hurricane and then 10 days later hurricane delta come through and we had and oh so hurricane uh laura the eye of that hurricane went right over the studio it went right over our house uh the center so if you look at the track of how the hurricane goes it came up through de quincey through singer and it turned uh and then kind of turned back over our house in the rose pine if you look at the exact center of the track and you hook a ball on it and you move it over, we were less than a quarter mile from my house to the center of the eye. And I slept through the whole thing. Wow. I didn't even wake up until the eye, until the calmness of it. My brother-in-law, Aaron, stayed with me. I sent my family to San Antonio to get them out of here. And uh, I had to be here for work. Uh, I And it, it is weird because I've gone from chasing hurricanes. I worked Hurricane Harvey, Hurricane Irma, Hurricane Maria in Puerto Rico. I've worked a lot of different storms, a lot of different hurricanes and stuff. 
And it's a totally different ball of wax being at home and seeing the destruction in your yard. Mm -hmm. And so we got this new house. We lost nothing. Nothing bad happened uh, to the house. Uh, You and Eric helped me by cleaning up my yard because I didn't have any time to do it. Y'all were, y'all helped me do that. So again, thank you for that. And then, uh, but we didn't have any house damage until hurricane Delta and all we lost was a shingle. And so I went up there and put some silicone on it and I still ain't fixed it, but whatever. And, uh, so we had that, which was cool that hurricane Delta came through and, no, it's not cool, but another paycheck for me and made me, a lot of money. Me being a northerner, never <laughs> having to experience a hurricane ever in my life. Uh, I tell you what, I was nervous for Laura. I stayed up all night. Yeah. I stayed up through the whole storm. Actually, when the eye crossed over, because I noticed it got calmer, so I left. Uh, I forced my wife and I to go sleep in the closet, you know, because I didn't know any better. And uh, I mean, I'm so glad we did. A tree could have fell through, but I walked outside and looked up. You weren't able to see the stars in the sky because. Uh, from what meteorologists were saying, it wasn't like the cleanest looking eye. It was a very dirty center of the storm, but you can definitely feel the calmness. Yeah. And every now and again, a, a rush of wind. And yeah. uh, I stayed up through that whole thing and then woke up that next morning. And then you and Eric actually showed up in your truck yeah. trying to get around down power lines and trees. Yeah. And like you said, all those days without power, you were working your butt off. No time to really do the no, podcast. No. And I didn't have electricity to do the podcast. Delta <laughs> like- hits six weeks later. I don't remember the exact date. It was Delta. six weeks. I remember because uh, my birthday. It wasn't. It was uh, from the time they told us because we were at we were up near Alexandria working because our circuit goes over there, and uh, they turned around and were like the phone call were like oh, today's our last day. We can, we're off tomorrow. And We're like yeah, and it was like eight days later or ten days later the next storm hit. So it was crazy. Yep. It was like back to back. And then we had and then uh, so just keep it going. We had. Um, Hurricane Laura, mind you, all this Hurricane is going Delta. on while this was the coronavirus was still yeah. a thing. Well, and people, people were forgot afraid all about to come the coronavirus in. during that. Well, for our area, they definitely yeah. did. I mean, that went out the window. <laughs> but I know even before then, trying to schedule people in for an interview, <laughs> oh uh, man, it's, it's been not crazy. over the phone or anything. You know, we're not the richest people in the world, so we don't have all the fancy technology. Yeah, I still don't have the capability yet right now to have over the phone. Um, I, I'm going to work on that. I still got time, but I got people I can bring in. And so we can do that. I'm sorry. I had a, no. I had a, I had a framing square sitting on the table and I just knew that thing was going to fall and make a big old racket. And so I went ahead and moved it. So, um, but I think you made the right choice in pretty much saying, you know what? It's we're a good. season right now to yeah. say we're good. Yeah. You know, take a step back, make this beautiful studio that we're sitting in here now. And I mean, I, I, I give him credit on the vision. You can't see it. Maybe one day we'll get you'll yeah. get some video up in here. And uh, it, from what I first saw it to where it is now, yeah, it's it, nuts, it, it's it? beautiful. It's amazing. <laughs> it's haze gray. And so what I what I wanted to do in this what and I asked permission from God if can I do this with my studio? I want this to be a reflection of me. Uh, that's why I have my Lamborghini poster from high school in here. I oh, have that, baseball that cards. That is a very high school thing. That is my Lamborghini poster from high school. It is. I have no idea what year it is. Uh, but it's a black, I believe it's a Testarossa. You got your Georgia plate back got there. Got Georgia plate from my hometown. I got uh, my Go Navy Beat Army yeah. uh, painted up. Um, so it's it's uh it's one of these days I'll have a like I said the video side of it. And we can do a, a tour of it. But so we had Christmas, we had Thanksgiving. I had uh, eighteen people at the house for Thanksgiving, which this house is great for that. 
Um, and then we had th- Christmas season, January, start building the studio. February, we have an ice storm. Oh boy! And uh, it was it was fun because I wasn't hot. I was excited. And the night that so and, and for people who may be living in in the Midwest or in the in the breadbasket, or even if you're you know up in the Great North of Canada or whatever, it like ice is nothing to you guys. You but got the infrastructure. You for got it. the infrastructure for it. Uh, our power lines are not made for us. Our um, roads are not made for We do the not. pipes are I, not made for ice. Is there even a snowplow in the state of Louisiana? Probably, Probably not. Probably not. So uh, we had salt and sand, and there's a brine that they put out on the bridges, you know, that they do have that at least. Um, but I started seeing the ice building up, and I, I talk funny, so ice. Okay, so I started seeing the ice build up on the power lines. And I said, oh, here we go. And, and sure enough, that night I was on call. And uh, with a power company, I have call every few nights, um, which I have call next weekend. And so we were uh, getting ready to – I had call that night. And I was on from – I got home, 6 o'clock, I got the phone call. I got home at 7 o'clock the next morning. And it got all the way down to 9 degrees. And I'm telling you, Woo! a wet – humid nine degrees was not fun but it was it was a blast because it's different i was i was sweating so bad during the hurricanes to uh being able to freeze and and so in our in our uh one of our safety things is we have these rubber sleeves that can go on so that way if you accidentally elbowed voltage it ain't gonna electrocute you and like this time of year people are trying really hard to avoid wearing them things but during that, I had him, I had them on, and I would have had another set on because they hold so much heat in. Um, but it was just so cold, and it was so crazy. We, uh, and here's here's one thing that, from my perspective, that a lot of people may may or may not think about is all of the they, what we call widowmakers, where the storm, the hurricane broke a tree limb, but it didn't fall all the way down. I still got them falling. And then Hurricane Delta broke others. And they're still hanging if they didn't fall during Delta. But now you put ice on top of them. And those were falling like crazy. And so it was busy. It was nuts. It was just it was just one of the craziest things. And we persevered through it. And we're, you know, the town, my, my job has been crazy. Um, I went from doing a crew setup where we build stuff to now I'm on a service truck where if you say your voltage isn't good, we show up and we try to fix it or figure out what's wrong with it. Um, and so it's, it's a different feel as I progress in this. Um, but I'm excited about getting back into, uh, the podcast because over the last few years, since I really started doing power lines, I haven't been doing a lot of the preaching part of my calling and, and all the things that are, um, that type of ministry related. When I was in Puerto Rico, I was more of like a working chaplain. I was in the midst of everybody. We were praying with people. I had people stopping us in the middle of the day asking if we could pray for somebody. Uh, I had one guy in particular, he said, hey, can we pray for my, or will you pray for my sister? And I think he intended for me to wait till later to do it, but not me. You were right there and then. <laughs> right then and there. And uh, so I haven't done a lot of pulpit time, which kind of is what dr- drives this because I want to be in that ministry i want to be like talking and helping you got because that, that calling, calling. yeah you got the calling on your life you can't ignore it you know yeah, yeah. and so actually uh, i don't even know what day it was it was back in june maybe mm-hmm. i got to preach at our church uh at my church you know and it was it was a fantastic uh 
I kind of felt like, oh no, am I going to be able to do this? It's been a long time. And it was like, and uh, I mean, probably 10 minutes into it, I even had the thought, yeah, this is fine. <laughs> like, oh, it's definitely fine. If, if, uh, you ever check out uh, Christway Church's YouTube page or their Facebook or their Facebook page. You can go on and look over it. It was over the topic of sanctification. Yeah. And I tell you what, it was one of the best messages I have personally ever heard, whether it was on oh. YouTube, local, I'm not trying to build your head up, but I was really Puff blessed through that. <laughs> <laughs> I was really blessed through that message. And especially that topic, sanctification has so much to yeah. do with our Christian walk of life. Yeah. So it was, it was good. And, and so, um, and uh, and I know y'all and you're in the army, so we're coming to an end to having you here because you're you're PCS. Yeah, PCS. Okay. I got that acronym yep. right. Permanent so change of station. Well, that's not permanent because you're going to change later. Yeah, shouldn't it be TCS, temporary change of station. Yeah, well, so the army considers your permanent duty station the place where they give you orders for, even though it's not permanent yeah, yeah, yeah. and they move you, was, you know, was, so often. I, I was in the navy. I know, yeah. but like and for I the people who don't know, yeah. Carolina yep. to Air Force Base, what Shaw Air Force, Shaw Base. Air Force, and so he does not understand how hot it's about to get. It's a totally different heat. It's a miserable, like, I don't even think the devil goes to South Carolina. It's so hot. And like, yeah, we, I'm just wondering how different, different it's going to oh, be. Cause man. I've been, I've been was stationed in Oklahoma for a little bit, which gets like 110. There was 115 degree days. I remember one time we had a stretch of a summer. It was a hundred days over a hundred degrees, Whoa. but dry. there's zero humans that were from Phoenix and you know, such always about it's the, this who has it the worst? worst. So we pull into Mumbai, India, or Bombay, India, and over the course of the four days, the average high was like one twenty. Oh my goodness! And the humidity was like ninety nine, and it never rained. It wouldn't. There was no break, and in the middle of the night, it was miserable. And I remember having a conversation on the ship after we left, heading through the Indian Ocean. I remember having a conversation with a guy that was from Phoenix. And I said, I don't think I'll ever hear anybody complain about heat again. And he said, no, I, I, he said, I'll eventually forget it. But I've, he goes, there's no way like that we can have that argument again because that, I mean, since then I've seen that they've gotten to the, um, they get the 50 degrees Celsius, which is, they get to that all the time. Their shoes stick to the road while they're walking across oh the street. Goodness. And and there's people who live there. And I'm like, golly, this is crazy. And so um, it, it puts you in perspective. You realize it ain't as bad as you thought. It ain't as crazy as you thought. But, um, but you know, it is what it is. And, and so he's heading to South Carolina. So we're losing uh, the Percos and, and they're heading out that way. Once and we start figuring out how to do some Scott Zooms stuff. or yeah. Skypes or whatever, we could start recording. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, still. I mean, it ain't the end of it, but it's just we're no. you know the physical that, side. That's of That's one it. of the blessings of social media out there today. Yeah. Blessings from God on social media is we could still stay in contact with our family, our friends, and almost like yeah. you never left. But you don't get that face to face interaction, which I do believe is very Gee, important. Yeah. yeah, you gotta have that faith. I mean, I was I was reading the other day, Paul, I can't remember what church it was, shows you I wasn't paying attention too well. <laughs> but he was talking about how he, he was writing them the letter and how he just wished he could be there face to face with yeah. them. You know, he's keeping in contact with letters, but he wanted to be there face to face. And it it was the same way when we were going through this whole virus situation and church stopped and some churches were like, We're totally fine with doing Facebook Live all the time and then yeah. me myself personally, I know everybody's got Missing, opinions. Yeah. I, I miss the fellowship. Yeah, I really miss the fellowship because you know me. I'm a talker. 
you're a talker. And I loved having those conversations after church for, you know, two, three hours. Next thing you know, it's midnight and you're you're still in the parking lot and you got to work at five in the morning the next day. But it was funny. It was, uh, uh, Paul talks about how forsaking not the assembling of yourself, Hebrews 10, 25 in Hebrew. Yeah. In Hebrews. And he, he talks about that. And, and a lot of people hold people to, you have to go to church, you know, but that, that has so much more to it because even getting together, like last weekend, we had the gun shoot for the men and, uh, we had, uh, a target. I, I just want to be clear here. Did you make a proclamation that Paul wrote Hebrews? Cause that's a pretty debated topic. <laughs> no, I know. I, I could just picture the theological people listening. Did like, not? excuse me. No, Paul no Hebrews. No, we don't. That's a huge debate right okay, now. Whatever. of Actually, who wrote anyway, Hebrews? But let me let me look. Well, it's okay, always Paul. been a huge debate. So, anyhow, <laughs> I, I never knew that. So, uh, Paul wrote Hebrews. They, I I'm know wrong, most I'm preachers wrong, usually usually just say the writer of Hebrews. Oh, really? I, well, hold on. Let me look because because um, my Bible here, which I want to talk about in a minute, but. Uh, Anyway, so we had the gun shoot a couple weeks ago, and or last weekend, and it was just a great, uh, uncertain, commonly attributed to Paul. Okay, didn't know that. There you um, go. <laughs> anyhow, so yes, Paul wrote to Hebrews, and uh, <laughs> and anyway, he talks about forsaking not the assembling of yourselves, and and so we had a time where we had a target set up, we had guns, pistols, we had, then we backed up to a uh, hundred yards and was shooting rifles and. And uh, and then of course, of uh, uh, what's his name? Um, oh, and this is something that was postponed because this was supposed to be yeah, the men's Christmas, Christmas yeah. party. Yeah, yeah. And, and it rained. It <laughs> and when it rained, it rained. Yeah. I mean that we have a little ditch outside the church. That thing slap full of water, flooded yeah. over. Church parking lot flooded. I mean it's a common thing. Evan Evan won both the um, uh, pistol and the rifle oh, part nice. of it, and then. Um, Somebody else won. I think Mr. James won the uh, the skeet shoot part of it, and it was just a great time. We just ate, fellowship, uh, prayed for people. Someone had just passed away, so we prayed for their family. You know, spent a little time with that, but it's just you know, let's get together and hang out. And and we are creatures of of habit. We are creatures of of having a group of people around us, and we like that kind of stuff. And and so when Paul said that in Hebrews. <laughs> I honestly never knew that that was debatable. Uh, oh yeah, just just look just look at YouTube. And the reason videos. that's funny is because we said before we started recording, let's not get into anything less debatable, super theological. Yeah, let's just enjoy the, the time and kind of recap why we, you know, all that. Um, but anyway, so um, uh, it was just a great time to get together, and we missed that because during the coronavirus, we were that one time we were in our in our cars, tuning in on the radio, blowing our horns instead of saying amen and clapping. And the neighbors across the street were mad at us for blowing horns so bad, and and so if anything, uh, the church is resilient. Yeah, yeah, and and so it was it was great, and I keep bumping the table, and I I need to get the shorter stools. I think that's one of the. Um, this is a test run, by the way. Yeah, this, this really is, yeah. is a test run of seeing how things are going to go. Yeah. So, uh, we have an elevated table, and eventually, I want to have a table that's shaped like a NASCAR track. I haven't figured out because, <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's my. It's a reflection of me, and I love NASCAR. I watched the race today. They had to race at Indy. Uh, they had, but it was a road course. It was just crazy. You're so southern. Oh yeah, I love it. And Braves are in first place right now, and so it's great. And college football starts in a few weeks, so yeah. At least the Braves aren't changing their name. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an Indians anyway. fan, by the way. I'm going to keep saying Indians, but yeah, 
I don't know. We'll we'll see. Um, they might not be changing them now. We've heard um, there's a, a, suit, a lawsuit on that, so we'll see how that goes. But <laughs> anyhow, um, so one of the things that I wanted to talk about was I got a new Bible, and uh, it's it's kind of. I mean, I know this is a shameless plug, I guess, but when I was a kid, my dad had a Bible. Uh, obviously, a pastor of church and whatnot, and um, and the type of Bible was called the Thompson's Chain Reference Bible. And when I started preaching, uh, he bought me a Thompson's Chain Reference Bible, and um, and I remember as a kid looking through this and all the maps and all the stuff in the back of it, and there's just so much stuff. And if if you don't have a study Bible or your own thing, and you're looking. I, I recommend you consider the Thompson's Chain Reference. Um, there's a, a company called Ken Kirk, I believe, that has produced it for years, for decades. And they have recently sold to a company called Zondervan. Yeah, Zondervan. Zondervan is a very common um, producer, uh, publisher of, of Christian material, um, Bibles and whatnot. So Zondervan has taken over the, the torch of the Thompson chain reference. And so where the plug comes in is it's awesome. I love it. And because it doesn't have the commentary in there that, for example, a Schofield Bible will kind of sort of push you. If you read all the commentary, it will lead you toward more of a Baptist theology where a Dake Bible, if you read all the commentary will lead you toward a Pentecostal theology. You want, you want a, a good, uh, what's the best way to neutral. put it? Neutral position, because I I do have you know I got my MacArthur Study Bible, I got a Schofield Bible. You yeah. know MacArthur pushes heavily into into borderline Calvinism, Schofield yeah. into dispensationalism. Uh, I got a Ryrie Study Bible, and 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 it's it's good because these are solid men of God. But at the same time, like he said, these uh they they believe a certain type of theology, and they yeah. will push that theology not. Consciously, even, yeah, even though subconsciously they'll do it. So, and so, uh, so a Thompson's um, now. I, so the funny thing was, I've had one for over ten years. I've been preaching for oh seven, so a while. A while. <laughs> so uh, I'm trying to do the math real fast. I'm tired. Mind you, it is an NASB. Yes. Well, I'll get to that in a minute. And uh, so my ten year old Bible fell apart and there's pages missing and one day the uh, somebody said turn to ezekiel i turned to ezekiel and that page was gone and i don't and it didn't even look like it ripped out it it looked like it was just like it had dissolved and so uh and then it got to where there was a lot of those and so i just kind of retired that bible and um and so i started looking for another one and i noticed that all of the nasb thompson's were you can't find them. They're really hard to find. And and I was like, why is that? And I couldn't understand. And I actually found one. It was nine hundred dollars. Well, that's right. Yeah. And so guess it's still wherever it was, or somebody else bought it because I did not purchase a nine hundred dollar Bible. And so I sent uh, Ken Kirk a email saying, "What's going on? I really want, I really want a new Bible, and I really love the NASB. That is my." Which year did you get? Which uh, this is a seventy seven. 77. Um, which is the second year of it, or second uh, revision of it, but or the first revision, second time. Yeah. Uh, what was but it 1963, it, I think, was the first one? 60-something, 60, 60 then 77, then 95, and now the 2020. And then if you really want to go, there's the uh, 
MacArthur's, which is just another NASB. Yeah, it's an NASB um, with What's it called? Le- it, legacy? Oh, the Legacy Standard Bible. Yeah, we were doing some research in that. It's pretty much from the... Uh, they they wanted to take essentially what the NASB did, so it's very similar to the NASB. They just wanted to get it even closer to the yeah. Greek and Hebrew. Uh, we're still undecided on it because yeah, the, the full well, thing's not out. I bought the little uh, the little pocket version that just has the New, New Testament, Testament yeah. and Psalms and Proverbs, and I've been reading through it, and it's pretty good. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, so I, I went. This came available on June tw- June something. And somebody had given me a gift card, a Visa gift card. And uh, so I had it sitting there and I just happened to find it one day. And I said, hey, you know what? I can buy my Bible. So I bought my Bible. And uh, so I got it right here. And uh, and I don't know and, why. And I have a prayer cloth on the exact section that talks about prayer cloths and acts. <laughs> there you go. I don't know why NASB Bibles are so, because ex- I've done the same. Like I, feel, I had one at one point. I filled that thing up with, I used to be, oh, I don't do it so much anymore, but I used to be like a highlighter, underliner. Oh, I am. Um, uh, r- now I just kind of write little mo- notes in the margins or I keep a, a notebook on the side because I don't want to keep marking up. Uh, so essentially, uh, I-, I wanted to get a new one. I eventually did. I went down to Florida, actually went to a Barnes and Nobles of all places. Yeah. And I found hey, a, an NASB study Bible and I was like, oh my goodness, finally, thank you. Uh, yeah. So I shelled out the think it was like 75 bucks for it and yeah went on my way so i have my thompson's and my dad was pushing thompson's and and i pushed thompson's because i love it it's just great and then you couple it with nasb and then you couple it with zondervan and i'm hoping that this is a bible that lasts me a long time it's 50 something dollars if it doesn't then that's fine this is the first like type of brown bible i've ever had and at first it smelt like a baseball glove. Is that the? But it doesn't. That's anymore. the leather, genuine no, leather. No, no, Lord, no. Leather soft. Oh, well, Bonded. those things are like hundreds of dollars. It says leather soft. Oh, okay. But that's bonded leather. I'm, I'm not. It, leather I'm, soft is actually better than bonded leather, mind you. Uh, oh, really? If, if you ever wanted a, a reference point for that, so I had a bonded leather study Bible that my father gave me about seven. No, it was probably about ten years ago. That thing is falling apart. Like yeah. the the pages are fine, but yeah. the the bonded it is, leather it is material. Leather is what's underneath it. That's not. Or genuine is full leather all the way through. Yeah, it sounds like bonded leather is probably like they're like a mixed, cover. mashed in pieces. You yeah, know, like together. OSB, but no, it, it's it, actually the thin. It's a thin layer of of uh, leather over top of something mm-hmm. else. Or genuine is the full thickness, like mm-hmm. a belt. The leather it's soft full. itself, though, I've I've have a couple of these. Something I else. haven't worn it in yet, but they're. So far, they're working. Yeah. I, I can just tell by the feel they're a lot better than the bonded leather. Yeah, and I hope we don't sound like elitist now talking no, about no, that no. type. I know. No, so, get I, what you got to get. Oh I yeah. Mean, I mean, I've watched some dudes on YouTube go over about how they're upset because they can't get their goat leather Bible. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. Uh, so I wanted to uh, to mention that about uh, the Thompsons because. I love it so much and, and all that kind of stuff. So, um, And there's just so many Bible helps and studies. There's a, a picture in the back of it, which I can I should have had it prepped up for this, but I think about it. But there's a picture when I was a kid that I was seeing, and it's uh, somewhere in here, and it's the, the Petra. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? The the, the city, it's on a, might be, I bet if I look in the peas, I'll find it. But anyway, uh, uh, y- y'all can't see it, sorry. It's... um. A uh, 
is built in the side of, of a canyon. It's a really steep canyon, and it's this building that's in the front. Now, if you've ever seen Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade, this is the area that is depicted as to where the Holy Grail was. This is where they went in there and they went through there and they and they found the old man and the and they drank of the, the cup and it got turned into a he chose wrong <laughs> poorly he poorly, chose poorly, poorly. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. and uh, and so but anyway as a kid this was so and so cool and then Petra there's a there's actually a Christian band named Petra which is really cool yeah I've checked them out a yeah, little like bit them. on my They're iTunes yeah. 80s top uh, metal rock oh yeah you can this is pretty cool okay. Okay. Slight malfunction. Yes, slight malfunction. So I recorded, normally I have a uh, like a handheld recorder that I hook up to the mixer and record, but today I decided to try the laptop, and the very reason I don't like doing that, or I was always nervous about doing that, just happened and it froze. Uh, but thank you, Jesus. It's, uh, we're good. So um, we were talking about Petra, which is irrelevant now. Uh Great band, though. Check them out. Uh, they have a song called Jekyll and Hyde, which is fantastic. It's a newer rock version of that song. Um, so we're, I didn't want to take too long with this episode because uh, it's kind of a recap as to why. It's been a year and change, but also kind of want to explain um, something or kind of give you an idea of what's in the books for future. Um, obviously, we have a hurricane heading this way uh, hur- or possible hurricane. So Tropical Storm Grace. Grace. Uh uh, which is a fantastic name for a hurricane. That would be, uh, I know. Maybe she'll show some grace to us. <laughs> right. Uh, hey, you know, I get some money out of this check. You know, that's the problem with being a power line guy is that the best time to make money is when people struggle. So so if um, you didn't know, I'm actually a, a uh, like you're a bird fan. I'm kind of a weather fan. And yeah. that developed ever honestly since Laura hit. Yeah. So I follow all these YouTube guys and weather meteorologists. And these, I follow the legit meteorologists, by the way. Yeah. If you ever decide to do that, don't listen to the guys that are. Uh, Jim Cantori. What's he know? The, these, these fake meteorologists, they'll be like, oh, cat four headed. You know, they yeah. blow it out of proportion. Well, they're selling, they're selling the advertisement. Yeah, That's pretty what, much. Yeah. They, they, it's clickbait. It's clickbait. Well, you got to think, though. You know, like during the Super Bowl, they have these ads that are really expensive, but you know the Super Bowl's coming, so they know that they're going to have these ads. Well, when there's a Category 4 hurricane, 5 hurricane bearing down on Florida, their ads that they have, they they jack the price of them at the, the time up, and they're making all that money because they know, these companies know that people are watching the Weather Channel. People are watching these news, you know, Weather Nation, whatever. And so they're able to jack those prices for. Okay, you got to realize that radio and television is all about commercials. That's all it's about. It's not about programming. It's about putting out good programming so that people want to put their commercials to it. Because that's how radio stations make money. If that's why, like you know, those uh, not uh, AFR and K-Love and all them, they don't have commercials, so they're having to do the fundraisers, you know, ever so often. And which, to me, it's just seems like they do it every week. Well, I I actually stopped listening to K-Love and Air One because I actually... Air One used to be amazing. It it used to be. I remember even just... What like I can't Four, remember when I lived. Ago. Yeah, I lived in Hawaii. Air One was exclusively on oh, yeah. my radio all the time. Uh, and great and I music. Go drive. Yeah, and 
I stopped completely because I got so sick and tired of the every month ad campaigns that they would yeah, do. And, like and, and they just felt more desperate and desperate yeah, to get money. If you do it now, we'll put you in for a drawing for this. And then, That's what I'm saying. And then you call, I called, there's a one in Greenville, South Carolina called His Radio. I don't know if they even still exist anymore. And, uh, and there's one time I got sucked into this promotion they had and I called in and guaranteed the minimum, which was $10 a month. Honestly, I don't think I ever sent money in for it. No, jeez. And I didn't get my name drawn, and I was like, I, I just got caught up in that hype of the moment. So, well, this gets into a whole, and and yeah. actually, I want to do another. I'm going to do a podcast on my channel, and I was hoping actually to talk to you or somebody else. I know, right on the spot, right here, right. But I do want to talk about uh, contemporary Christian music oh, yeah. and the radio and the industry itself. Not necessarily the words that they put out, because they, they still drop some solid stuff. Yeah, it gets kind of cheesy and superficial sometimes. But for the most part, it's still solid. But the machine around it yeah. and how it's becoming very Hollywood. Yeah, well, uh, not that Hollywood. It's just become it's become a, a, a rhythm. And it's, it's just like anything. When you have a church service that uh, plays you know, a list of songs on Sunday morning and it's a very spirit led service and people are really feel the spirit and it's moving. It's really tempting to play those songs again next Sunday because they work work then. then, It should work now. Yeah. But that's not, you know, you can't put God in a box that way. That's why he healed blind people different every time. That's why he, I, I honestly truly believe that he healed people different consistently because he didn't want to make it a methodology a method yeah. or because when it becomes a method it becomes a spell mm-hmm. and oh if it's a spell, i like that that's good then it's witchcraft mm-hmm. you, you know so you, you think have oh to be say real this incantation i mean that it's was the same thing with uh, simon the sorcerer yeah. you know you see he, what did he want the holy spirit for so yeah he could pretty much you know yeah make do, money <laughs> yeah make money that's what it seemed he tried to offer money for it. yeah yeah, yeah. and so and uh, and if that's what it was, I don't know. He may have been like thinking yeah. that he could actually pay for yeah, it. Yeah, there wasn't know, a lot of context. To make money, but. And I don't want the uh, the Christian movies that they make or surrounding that time ever influencing my thought. But sadly, <laughs> yeah. you know, ever since you yeah. watch that, your brain kind of turns into that. And yeah, you, yeah, yeah. And that's why I get, like me personally, I get very weary about watching uh, Christian media when they're depicting biblical stuff. I prefer now... Because I used to love all this stuff, you know. I've never checked out The Chosen. I heard people talk about oh, it. But good. as soon as I found out it wasn't word for word from the Bible, oh, that's no, when no. I kind of, I personally just shut it down. Because I have a bad tendency of of seeing that those images and then almost yeah, relating that. it takes that, liberty. Yeah, to Scripture. But well, I, it, it takes liberty in the unknown. It, exactly. It and, it's, but, it's not heretical. It's just not recorded. And yeah. so that's really a but that doesn't make choice. it wrong. No, no, because it actually shows Jesus do stuff in that. Like, there's one spot where he's making something. And there's kids, and he's you know talking with the kids. The kids keep he's like he's camping all by himself, and he's near his little village, and these kids keep showing up, and he's just talking to them. Is that in the Bible? No, it wasn't. Did but Jesus happen? did a lot of stuff that wasn't did that in happen? the Bible. We don't know. Mm-hmm. And the Bible even says there's a verse in the Bible. End of John. End of John, last verse. That there were so many things, there's not enough scripture, not enough paper to write it all down, not enough books. So I, I don't get hung up in that. And so, but I understand what you were talking about, like with like Caleb and whatnot. For me, what kills me about Caleb is they'll take a church uh, or they'll take a song. Like 
a lot of there's a lot of songs that are out there that are written on the spot. They're not written in advance. They they write them while they're performing them at their church, and they're written for their church. It's written for their and, and it's like a that. great song. And it that song actually works in other places, and they'll sing it other places. There's uh, a song that's out uh, recently that they wrote it the day before, and all of a sudden it's this huge song, and uh, and it's a great song. It's called. Um, the blessing by Kerry Jobnim, and it's it's a uh, read the song, read the lyrics. It's nothing about it that is is unbiblical. It's just it was it was for them. It's for mm-hmm. that moment. Then they go Caleb, and they'll say, "Hey, studio let's recording. go, let's go do this in the studio." And they do it, but it takes out that anointing to it that was meant for that church. That and so I, for me personally, that's why I backed off of that. I'll listen to it. They've actually kind of brought that in some, but I'm just kind of like, I don't, I don't want to do it because, I, not because I'm against it, it's just because, it's just, if I'm going to listen to it, I want to pick something that I enjoy listening to mm-hmm. based off of, of the scripture that's attached to it, which is why I don't listen to a lot of Christian rock music because I don't want to have to decipher whether it's a Christian band or not. However, at the same time, I know that if I listen to it, I don't have to worry about them putting in something into me that's not good. So it's not Pantera saying stuff or it's not, you know, Metallica or, or you know, Megadeth even, uh, uh, Dave Mustaine from Megadeth, and we'll get off on this whole thing. I'm trying to stop it about 45 minutes, which is about right now. <laughs> um, Dave Mustaine got saved and Brian Welch from Korn got saved. And and so there's all these guys that used that I, I listened to when they were in the world when I was in the world. Mm-hmm. And, and so... Um, now Dave Mustaine does tours with Megadeth, but there's a lot of songs like, for example, uh, killing is my business and business is good. They don't do that song and he doesn't, I'm not doing that song. There's a lot of songs that he doesn't do anymore. And that was the very first, you know, I think it's the first or second song on their first album. Actually, I think it's the name of the first album killers in my business and the business is good. And, but he doesn't do that anymore. And so I, I like to find there's a playlist out there that he put together of his songs that he feels comfortable singing in concert and stuff. So I'll listen to them, but then I'll catch that. You know what? Those aren't uplifting and those aren't godly, but they're just, they're neutral. They're not. Mm-hmm. So I, what's even I more awesome to, though is, and, and I don't know the situation, but the band agreed to it because yeah, yeah, they yeah. had that level of care. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, if you ain't got Dave Mustaine, you don't have a Megadeth. There you go. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, you can replace some people, but some people you can't replace, you know. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they replaced the lead singer of Journey with a Filipino uh, blows me away. <laughs> so so my wife is Filipino. Yeah. And those, uh, the, 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 the Filipino people down there, I've, I've been there a few times, and those people love Journey. So Filipinos <laughs> love to sing karaoke. That's the thing. I think yeah. that's the thing across the whole Asian community. They love karaoke. You will not go to an Asian house party. And when I say house party, like a family party, you know, cookout. There won't machine. be a, there will be a karaoke machine there, <laughs> and I guarantee you Journey will be played. Yeah. And for and forever young. Uh and uh and so but uh we, we can we can go on to this later. But I have I have people that are, you know, in the books. Uh I have a guy that I go to we go to church with who's one of the guys on the stage that plays music. Um, great guitar player, great guy, very knowledgeable about the word. I, I mentioned to him a year or so ago about doing an episode about, is it okay for Christians to listen to secular music? Mm-hmm. 
And you're going to get different answers to that question. Even people who are listening right now, some will be like, absolutely no. And some are like, it's okay as long as it's this. And some people are like, who cares? You know, like, um, and so, and then, then that can get into other conversations about like movies and TV shows and certain sports things. And, and, and so, and I don't know that we'll get to that one, but I really want to because, and what's funny is that from the first time I mentioned that to him, to even recently when we talked about it again, he told me that his opinion has gotten a little more strict Mm -hmm. since. Uh, And I'm like, okay, so now there's a change in your thought. So definitely want to talk about that now. So he's a really good guy. So, And uh, one of the things that I did is, uh, I'm sorry, I'm trying not to, uh, take too long. No, uh, I one, know. We don't want to bore you to death. Yeah, we do. So uh, I was blessed with a Christmas bonus in November. Uh, beginning of November last year, they gave me X number of dollars. By the time I went to bed that night, it was spent. And I spent the entire Christmas bonus on this sound stuff. I got microphones, stands, cords, mixer. Um, I got... I don't even remember what all I got, but I spent every bit of that money on this. And so, and it's just been sitting in the garage and I'm like, Oh, I spent all that money and I got to get started on it. I got these high dollar, um, uh, it's called Gator. I think it's called Gator. Yeah. Gator framework, uh, microphone stands, which is awesome. Except what I just noticed is you can hear them when you bump them. So I got to come up with something else. That kind of stuff bothers me to death. So, um, but this is this is new. We're playing this out. We're figuring this out. What I really want is the headphones that's got the microphone. Oh yeah. And then we got a whole table. You know, we don't have nothing in the way. We got nothing. But those are seven hundred dollars a piece, and a lot of them. So, so I don't I got, have them. I got a question Unless for you. Unless you buy me one. Oh I no, dude. I can't even buy that for myself. What are you talking about? I'm about to move. That costs money. Uh, but anyways, military does pay for some. I of was going to say the army's they, about they to pay move. for some of it, but still between down payment. Ah, eh, that'll yeah, get yeah. to another thing. <laughs> But what I wanted to ask was, so we're talking about the podcast getting back up together. And uh, with this show, if there's certain topics that people maybe want to hear, how can they get a hold of you? Great question. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Comment on the, well, I don't know. I, you have I a Facebook a, page. I did, but I haven't messed with it in a while, so I have to get that started up. So uh, Under the Cloud uh, podcast on Facebook, I haven't messed with it in forever. So I guess maybe when I get done here... And start editing this uh, episode. I'll I'll find that and get that fired back up. Yeah, because I would uh, love to hear the topics. And hey, even like we well, said, well, that's something that that because okay, so I have there's a guy that I've kind of met through TikTok, which I've never actually talked to him, and he's a TikTok guy, and and um, and he believes some stuff that I don't believe, which is part of what this is all about. Many of us do. Yeah, and <laughs> he in particular does not believe that mechanical music is okay in church so no guitars no pianos church no drums. of christ he's i think of that group but it's not just church of christ that believes that the mennonites are that way the amish are that way there's mm. a lot of the anabaptists are like that so there's a lot i think he's independent but i think he comes out of that but i'm not really sure but anyway well, that's what and you'll so, talk about yeah and that's what and 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 but he's a young guy and uh so he's not qualified to do a denominational episode because I don't want people to do a denominational episode, which we haven't done one yet. I don't want people to do a denominational episode who don't understand fully what that denomination is about. I don't want somebody who just studied about it. Yeah. I, even me, oh. I almost did an episode. Like I had this whole series planned on my podcast on denominations. And I actually did the first one where we do a very brief overview, very non, yeah. you know, it was very down the middle. 
uh, and I was going to do an episode on each. And then exactly what you said came to my mind. Why would somebody want to hear about Church of God from, from a non-Church of God from a non-Church of God perspective? Like that's yeah. doesn't make any sense. If anything, you got to bring someone who's been intimately involved with yeah. them and they know their stuff. Yeah, and understands the. And I got a guy for that, and because I'm Church of God, and the, the original guy I had for that backed out, said so he didn't want to do it. No, okay, fine. And uh, so, but that's something I'm gonna have to do over the phone. So I gotta get, I gotta wait till I get that ability set up in here. Um, but we're hitting 50 minutes now, so don't want to take too long. Uh, but as as we continue through the uh, the summer and the hot time, dog days and whatnot, as we work through, um, I have testimonies, a lot of testimonies. Now that I have this set up the way I wanted it, my plan is to have people come in. And uh, and eat lunch on Sunday and just kind of hang out. Make it and an it, experience, yeah, not just right, a just rigid in, interview. Right, and come in, stuff bellies, eat whatever, have potluck. Y'all bring something, we bring something, let's sit here. I have, the, oh, what I was saying earlier is that when I bought all this stuff with that uh, Christmas bonus, I bought enough that I can have four people sitting here. And, and I know that there are certain people that if I have them in here with three other people, it's not a good idea. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if I should bring Curtis in here with three other people. I think it'd just be me and Curtis because Curtis is going to go, whoa, Curtis. And uh, and this is awesome because he's smart. He knows he's a very wise man. And uh, but he 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 needs the time, you know. And I don't want him to fight with other people uh, time wise. But and uh, and so we got a lot of that uh, topics uh, like we was talking about a minute ago. Is it okay to listen to secular music, uh, CBD? Um, I've, I had a contact with a lady, and apparently it's fallen off the map. So, you know, can Christians partake in CBD? I know the military can't. Uh, well, and I can't because I have a, a government or a, a federal uh, CDL, Department of Transportation, does not allow that. But, And even then, I don't know if they allowed it, if my co-op would allow it. But, but the, the point being is, is it okay? And... And so topics like we've always talked about from the get go, it's topics, it's denominations and it's testimonies. And, and so pretty much things that can bless the believer, uh, in their life and just honestly hearing good conversations. And yeah, and that's, and that's it. And, uh, and lately it's been, uh, and it's been a year, (laughs) you know, 14 months, but lately it's been topical. So let's get into some testimony, you know, let's get some stuff going in that. So, um, I appreciate everybody listening, and um, we're giving this a trial run. We're giving this a test to see if this works. We had technical difficulties in the middle of it, and hopefully I can edit that out so you guys don't even realize that happened. And um, and if not, that's part of it. And so we're learning, and and um, and so and I will work on um, a uh, in the notes, I'll, and I'll put it online. In the notes, there'll be uh, a list of of where to get us on Facebook. And uh, and whatnot. So, I know not everybody does Facebook, so that's yeah. why I got to figure out. Maybe like, an email. One? Yeah, and there, well, actually, I think I have an email. But and one of the things that I want to do is I want to have it to where I can say, "Hey, I got this guy coming or this woman coming, and this is what we're going to talk about." And I need some questions. What do you guys have? And I'm sure if I did like Twitter or Facebook or whatever. Uh, people would be like, oh, ask them about this, ask them about this, and then I can write these questions down exactly. and, and be doing that. So uh, I guess i got to do some homework and figure out that one. So um, we're hitting an hour. So uh, if you would, Tim, Close pray out. us out. All right. <sighs> Dear Heavenly Father, thank you 
so much for us being able to come together and thank you for allowing Jonathan to just really realize his vision with what he had here. I know Lord, he has been excited about it and you have allowed him to be able to do this. And I cannot wait to hear the testimonies and overall just your name being glorified throughout all of this, Lord. Thank you so much. And I can't wait to see what comes out of this for the kingdom, Lord. Thank you for all that you do. In Jesus' name we pray. Your will alone. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank and you. And that, that is Tim Perko on the Under the Cloud podcast. Thank you for listening.